Hello and welcome to the Inner Know podcast with Janelle Bridge, where we talk about everything spiritual development. Let's go. Hello, my loves, and welcome back to my podcast. So again, I apologize for the patchy (laughs) recording. The recording on this audio will be epic, but I know that I haven't been... um, recording podcasts as regularly as normal. So that's what I mean by the patchiness. Um, Life has been really hectic. So if you listen to my last episode, you will have heard (laughs) about all the shit going down. So things are, we are moving through things, um, but we're still navigating quite a bit um, with Sebi's health. And so I've just really been and some expansion with my business, which I still can't tell you about and I friggin' want to tell you about, but I'm just kind of trying to, um, I guess, manage my energy as well as possible. So I apologize. I love you. I love what I do. I love talking to you guys. I promise I will never stay away from this space for long, but full permission for you to do the same, right? To nourish and manage your energy however you need to, whenever the fuck you need to. All right. All right. So today I'm going to talk to you about something that I love talking about. (laughs) I also love to hate talking about it. Um, And this is something that comes up so much. And it's honestly one of the reasons why um, psychism was starting to wear thin on me. And this is, can we stop talking about the one? Can we stop talking about soulmates? Can we stop talking about fucking twin flames? But essentially, can we stop talking about the one? Now, the reason that I say this is not because I'm not romantic, because I love, love so much. I'm in a 23-year relationship. I'm 37 years old, right? I love everything about love. I love commitment. I love navigating life together. I love all of it. It's so it's so important to me. Um, relationships are so fucking beautiful, you know? But the love, right? The one. It's just such a fucking toxic mentality. Now, it's a toxic mentality for a number of reasons, and I've recorded about this quite deeply um, in previous episodes about soulmates, so I'm not going to go too much into that. But essentially, if you're a psychic and you refer to somebody um, and their love life as the one or their soulmate or their twin flame, please stop. And the reason is if they are in a toxic relationship, if they're in a relationship where that person leaves them, you can really throw them into a deeper level of depression because they believe that that person is the only one who will ever make them happy in their entire life. Now, it might sound unro- seem unromantic that I'm saying this, right? However, as I say, I believe in in one person. I believe in sharing my life with my husband forever. That's what I want more than anything, right? But do I believe him to be the one? I'm not sure. And one of the reasons that I won't speak into the one, and I hope that Dan doesn't take this personally, because I fucking choose him, right? I choose him to navigate life with. So he's my choice. And there's something really fucking beautiful about choosing each other every single day. Some days I'm like, fuck, can I get a return? Can I get a refund on this one? But I also think that Matt Daffers, who's behind me. No, in all seriousness, I feel like I need to speak into this subject because a lot of people are like, oh, I'm looking for the one or I'm looking for the perfect person. And I'm just like looking for the person that makes my life complete. And like, newsflash my babe 
Nobody will make your life complete, not even you. Your life is not supposed to be a fairy tale. Your life is not supposed to be fucking sunshine and rainbows at every corner because you came here to learn. You came here to navigate. You came here to deepen. You came here to become wise and you came here to crack your motherfucking heart open. And your heart does not crack open by like driving along a rainbow into the fucking sunset with the unicorns coming up to your car and eating out of your hands. That is not how we learn. That is not how we deepen. That's not how we navigate. How we learn, deepen, and navigate is we transverse through the fucking shit. So to say, I want to find the one, I want to find the perfect person for me, I want to find the person that completes me, are you the perfect person? I'm not. I'm so far from a perfect person, but I do know that I work on myself daily <laughs> and I do know that I'm devoted to spirit and I do know that I'm devoted to something bigger than myself and I'm always willing to call myself out. So I'm much more self-aware than many, many people who don't do any of the work, but I am not a perfect person. I have toxic traits, right? So guess what? So does my husband. So does the person that I've chosen to spend my entire fucking life with. So do my children, so do my dogs. <laughs> Everybody has some form of toxic trait. Now, I want to be very clear that this is not an episode for missing shitty behavior in relationships. This is not an episode that is like, oh, you know, everyone has bad things. But we are moody creatures. We're humans. If we are going through spiritual, <laughs> Daphne's attacking me with love. If we're... <laughs> If we're transversing through spiritual things, you know, if you have children, if you have children with illnesses, if you run businesses, if you have financial struggles, if you have health issues yourself, if you ever go through mental health fucking things, if you're doubting who you are, if you're fucking losing your loved ones, whatever the fuck is going on in your life, because it will, you're not going to ride the rainbow forever. Things are going to go on through your life. And guess what? That's going to reflect in your relationship. And you have the choice to go, I'm going to continue to work through this. I'm going to continue to love this person through the ugly, through the uncomfortable, through the moments where you don't even know if you're going to make it out the other side together. You get to choose, right? And as I say, I sit here with so much love in my heart for my husband and we are so connected right now and we have, we've had such a beautiful few days. And I say few days because, like, we're moving through a fucking lot and it has been tricky. It's been tricky because it's very easy. And this is, I see this happen so much is people leave their relationship. They leave their long-term relationship, whether that be their marriage or whatever, and they find a new relationship and everything feels beautiful because you're dating and you're not living together and you're not raising children together. And maybe you're catching up when you both don't have your kids and everything feels like a fantasy because it fucking is. But when it comes to like, who's going to navigate the ups and downs of life with you. And if you're not perfect, which nobody is, newsflash, how the fuck are they going to be perfect? Can you give them leeway to work on their shit? Just as you expect leeway to work on your own shit. Again, this is not for missing people that won't work on themselves. This is not for missing people who show up and, and are abusive to their partners. This is not any of that. So I'm not going to be pulled down into that shitty conversation. I feel like a lot of people try um, and undermine people when they have these conversations. Go, you're making excuses. Uh-uh. 
have your standards, have your boundaries. And when those boundaries are being broken, you have the choice to leave. Okay. And I know that it's not as simple as leaving. I know that I'm not, you know, I absolutely have so much respect and reverence for victims of domestic violence and understand the complications of how hard that would be to leave. What I'm saying is if there, if you have needs that are not being met by your partner, talk about them. And you might have to talk about them more than once. That doesn't mean they don't love you. It means that they are fucking distracted by everything that life is also handing them. So for instance, me, like I've said to my husband lately, like I need some more softness. I need some more words. I also said, I need you to plan a date night. Can you just be like, babe, I'm taking you out for dinner. I'm dropping the kids here. Done. He hasn't done that yet. I'm probably going to have to ask that a few more times. But again, (laughs) this is the condition of me. This is a condition of me over the last 23 years being the organizer, right? So things don't change overnight. But a couple of other things I've asked from is, can you greet me at the door when I come home? Now, this seems like such a silly thing, but to be greeted at the door when I come home makes me feel really fucking loved. Makes me feel like my wife is home. Yay. You know, my child is yelling out from the bathroom right now. I'm going to ignore because I've been in 24-7 on call notice for about 85 days straight and I'm fucking done and he's fine. He's having a bath. And he literally wants me to add more hot water and I'm just not doing it. (laughs) Again, I'm going to allow my child to have moods because I also have them. So this has been something that I'm navigating. I'm getting distracted now by my kid yelling. But, hey, we keep it real on this podcast. We talk realness. So I've said, you know, can you meet me at the door? This is something that my husband and I use is – when we're feeling disconnected from each other, instead of just being all shitty about it, I will try and implement. And I often feel like it is on the woman um, if you are in a hetero relationship because we are the spiritual protectors of the relationship and our masculine are our physical protectors of the relationship. So it is often up to the woman to nudge the man forward, right? It really is. I really truly believe that. And so when we are feeling a little bit disconnected or things are feeling, it can be so easy when life is hard to be like, that's oh, my fucking husband. He's fucking annoying. He's doing this. He's doing that. It's very, very easy to do that. So we try and come to ways and agreements or requests as to what it would take for us to feel more connected. For my husband, he just always wants more sex. That's that's it. And that will fix every single problem that he's having in our relationship, apparently. <laughs> apparently, right? For me, I want more recognition. I want to be seen. I want to be greeted at the door. So I will try and send three things. Can you can you greet me at the door? You know, it just really makes me feel special rather than you sitting on your computer and like doing something on your computer and I walk in and you go, hi, babe. It's like, just open the door. I know it sounds like I want to be treated like royalty, like open the door, but it's just a little thing that really helps. Um, for me, I was like, I need some nice words. I need some encouragement. My husband is not a words man. Words mean fuck all to him and I get it, but words mean everything to me. <laughs> So sometimes it's a continual reminder of like, I need some nice words, you know. Um, And as I said, plan a date note hasn't happened. And so just because you have that conversation once, it doesn't mean that everything is going to immediately be fixed. It doesn't mean that they're going to like turn into this fucking perfect person because you've requested that. But if you can see them trying if you can see them implementing things, that's someone that loves you. That's someone that loves you. Now, what we need in relationship is two people that love each other and two people that are committed to getting better every single day. Two people that are committed to keep showing up, to keep putting themselves first, not each other, themselves. 
and two people who are committed to communicating about what's actually going on and what they actually need from the other person. Now, there's other things your partner needs to listen. You need to have boundaries as to how you want to be treated. There's so many things that, you know, make up the recipe for a good relationship. And you'll notice I'm not saying a perfect relationship because they don't exist. Show me a perfect person and I'll show you a perfect relationship. There's no such thing. And the ones that you're looking at and thinking are perfect, Instagram issues, babes. (laughs) That's Instagram. Like the people that live the perfect life, no, they fucking don't. No, they don't. I promise you this. So relationships are a product of hard work and commitment. Not the cosmos delivering you the perfect person. Not spirit saying here is the one. Live happily ever after. Now I believe and I know to be true that my husband was placed in my path. I know that we're meant to navigate this life together. I know that with every ounce of my being. There's so many things that line up and I know it and I know it transfers through previous lifetimes together. Do I ever sit here and be like, fuck me, did I make a mistake? Of course I do. Of course I do. My husband will say he never thought that. But do I see this man and his beautiful heart and the way that he continually fucking tries and continually, continually is open to listening to what I need and continually puts his heart and his family first. Do I see this? Do I honor this? Absolutely. Is he a perfect person? God, no. Am I a perfect person? Absolutely fucking not. So I think that that's so important. And I don't even know if this podcast is landing because I feel like I'm just like verbal diarrhea from spirit world and from my own experiences, but it's so important to allow your loved ones, whether that be your husband, your parents, your kids, your friends, to be imperfect people. Again, we draw a line. We have boundaries on what's not okay, on what level of imperfection that we are not okay with. However, we also need to be a little bit more permissive as to what we're going to be compassionate about and to what we're going to be a little bit more understanding about. And if you guys have been together for a long time and you're breaking patterns and, you know, you normally have a pattern as to how things go down, you're not going to break a pattern immediately. You're going to start to go through that pattern and go, fuck, we're doing it again. Let's, let's pull it back. Let's pull it back. Let's pull it back. Shit, we did it again. Next time, let's be better. Pattern breaking isn't like, oh, we broke the pattern. When we break a pattern, we generally re-enter that circle and we try and exit before we normally do. <laughs> That's the start of breaking a pattern. So I really wanted to talk to you about, you know, really getting that toxic image of the one out of your head. Now, if you are not in relationship and you're looking for a relationship, what I want to say to you is do the work on you. It doesn't mean you're not worthy of being loved right now because you fucking are. But if you have any limiting beliefs around why someone will love you and why someone will show up as you wish them to, then you need to work on why that is. Full acceptance of who you are will allow you to fully accept the person in front of you or the person that arrives in front of you as well. There's no such thing as the perfect person. If they're presenting as the perfect person, they're probably faking it. (laughs) You're probably going to find some skeletons in the closet, my love. Anyway, I hope this hasn't been a confusing mumbo-jumbo. We've spent the day at the Royal Children's, so my mind is a little bit like cuckoo-licious right now. But I love you. I wanted to tap in and I wanted to say, fuck off that idea of the one. Fuck it off. Choose who you want to be in relationship with and continue to choose them 
I hope this helps my love. Have a beautiful day. Bye.